1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back into the Letterman Lounge. This is Letterman Live. It is brought to you by Roosters. It is a glorious day in Columbus, Ohio. The sun is out. The snow is fading. The temperature is up. The shorts are out. And And you got a haircut. I got a haircut. And we're back together. Sorry we weren't here on Monday to talk about cheesy bacon tots Mm, yesterday. Mm. Appetizer Tuesday. Hope you got some. A rare Wednesday show, but a lot to cover. And uh, Berman and I were both off on Monday, so we're making do with that. And we're going to start talking about... The Buckeye Cruise for Cancer because Nicole had a surprise. Yes. <laughs>
3: Austin
4: and Berm are joining us yeah. this year. Oh my Don't God. Don't be nervous. Oh, There's nothing. Nervous. If I'm not Big nervous, you scary. shouldn't be nervous.
1: You're not nervous?
4: No. This is your
1: Super Bowl.
2: <clears throat>
4: yeah, no, like I'm not nervous. I feel great about it. I just want to make sure I get all my stuff packed, you know. Is but bigger deal
2: for you than 40 pounds. the 40 pound
4: trip. Yeah. Um Like as far as
2: everything you have to do to get ready for it. Yes. Which is more intense for you.
4: The cruise. But also because it's just it's so important. It's a great cause. It's really special to all of us. Heard it. It It is important to Jay Z,
1: Justin Zwick, Bobby Carpenter. And now it's important, even more important, because we support all things that the Roosters Foundation does, obviously all year round. But to be part of the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer, we are incredibly grateful to Nicole and super excited. We're going to get a chance to talk to our friends there, a lot of former Buckeyes and We're going to do some Letterman Live from the ship and Rooster's Day at Sea. And all of it is for a great cause. Nicole, what is it?
4: Um, It's for research at the James for cancer, for cancer research and just we really believe there will be a cure one day. And I can't wait for you guys to see it. The f- opening mm, night, you have to come the opening night. It's the best.
1: We're, we're not going to miss anything that's on the schedule.
4: Okay. Yes. I brought your schedule. You so. <laughs> well, might theory, miss a
1: few
3: things. In, it gets a little late sometimes well, on that boat. In theory, it's impossible because there are times First where there's time multiple theory. activities yes, going on. <laughs> There's multiple activities going on at the same time, so you got to pick and choose what you need Im- to be at. Yeah, it is impossible, I think, to do literally everything unless you can split yourself. Well, bar- oh, there's two
1: of them. There's two of us, so Letterman yeah. we will do everything yeah. that we're asked. True. To well, want you to do. better do everything you're asked to do. Well, that's that's the number one rule part of it. That's right. What else? What else is the rule on the ship? I don't. What uh,
3: international waters. There are no. There, no, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. You can get your bucket of course light and you go about your day.
1: Hmm. Drop another sponsor. All right. We're getting off to a good start. I Yeah, love it.
0: that's what it's about.
1: Uh, we're, yeah, so excited. Yeah, it's big time news. And we appreciate Nicole moving uh, the show back to Wednesday this week for us since we were both gone and Berm was, needed. he needed a couple days to get over
4: mm. what happened on
1: Sunday. Still need s- a couple days. Still not
2: over. It's cool.
4: We're, not, we're moving Berm, they're going to go back next year. We're moving on, mm. right? We're not here
1: to
2: talk about what
4: happened. Mm-hmm. No, they are. ago. It like it's the
2: Browns next. We're not? No. <laughs> we're talking to talk about what happens tomorrow and what happened today.
3: Mm, okay. Yes. There's a lot of news today that we can get into. Because so you don't want news? to talk about
1: the Bengals at all? Listen, <clears throat> I am a proponent. Everybody's been following along this journey of, uh, of yours and the Bengals for the last six everyone weeks. Knows Grown I, men I, crying I, everyone knows on Sundays I went into when they win. the game a little bit. Uh,
2: pessimistic about the odds of winning. Some of that may have been a, a diversionary tactic on my part to like be prepared for something yeah. bad to happen. And then something bad happened. Mm. So I was ready. Uh, I was disappointed for them to lose the way they did. I thought that they were in a position at the end of the game, even after the officials decided to call a penalty mm-hmm. for the first time all game for some reason when it wasn't. But not a false. As start. a linebacker. Yeah. Or, not two false. As oh, a linebacker. That's terrible. Playing oh, against
3: terrible the best
2: receiver in the NFL. You make that play in that situation on third down and nine. Mm -hmm. For them to call that in that moment is egregious.
3: Yes. You shouldn't have let him back across his face, but he made a great play making up for it. I believe that literally the official, as soon as he saw Cooper Cup cross Logan Wilson's face, Mm -hmm. he was throwing the flag. Like if he didn't catch the ball. Because most times, those guys, they hook him, and he didn't. He would made a great play. If you're going to call that pass interference, you literally could call it, have called it on every mm-hmm. single play.
2: And it's not even a situation where, oh, well, the Bengals got away with the face mask on the T. Higgins touchdown. I get it, but I don't care. One play is the first play of the second half, and one play is the end of the
3: Super Bowl. Well, they also he also got away with one holding T. Higgins mm-hmm. yep. on in a the, slam. The <laughs> first? On the goal yeah. line, yeah. The yep. the That cost exactly. him four points. It was a field goal versus a touchdown.
2: So, I mean, it, it's just frustrating because you watch a game like that, and I think that most people are like, man, this game's been played pretty cleanly. Mm-hmm. The officials—it's refreshing
0: not, almost to have a game to just kind of you know, load. The,
2: and then for it to be decided like that, but then at the end, it was just Zach Taylor not being a good enough coach, in my opinion. And uh, I thought
3: he outcoached Sean McVay.
2: I thought he did for Until he about gave it to 56 T- Run, minutes. Yes, I thought one. he did for here, about 56 minutes of the game. Here, okay,
3: first of all. They went f- they could have subbed him in, but Samaj Piron is their two minute back. Like that's the reality of it. And he's been doing that all year and so do you want to change up what you've done all year to get another guy in there?
0: Yeah, but the bigger one was on a th- oh, it was a different drive, right? What it was, was the well, third and one it was, where
2: it was the first First drive of the game, they had a third and one at midfield and then got stopped twice Yeah, and went for it on fourth down, and the Rams mm-hmm. scored three plays later to go up. But then at the last drive of the game, and I don't even disagree, I, my, my bigger issue was with P. Ryan's effort on the last play. Yeah. By, Aaron
3: effort. Donald's pretty strong. I mean,
2: <laughs> No doubt. I'm saying that ball was not that far away. You're talking right? about the, you, la- no, the very last if play. If you look yeah.
3: at the back shot of it, it's, he I could want, have dove, but he's not catching it.
2: On the first drive, I thought it was interesting because all year I've been sort of anti Zach Taylor, and I, I don't even entirely disagree with going for it on that first drive. I didn't love
3: the call, but
2: I thought the call was fine. It was just the first time all year that Joe Burrow didn't bail him out yeah. because mm-hmm. Joe missed two wide open guys that were yeah. uh, that he tried to force the ball into uh, Jamar Chase, and at that point, you're like, okay, well, this is the Super Bowl, you got nerves. I, I overall. As a Bengal fan, you have to be optimistic about where they're going, but at the same time, you don't get that many opportunities to play.
0: And you just
4: know well, how have, hard it is to get to that game. I really think – I truly believe just what Joe Burrow's friends were saying about him, like the fuel this is going to give him to make sure they go back, and they have a young team. Sure. Whereas the Rams, I mean, they have the oldest they're player. All they bought and yeah. paid for them. So. I mean, they got it. Great story. They got one under their belt. But I think just the fact that the Bengals made it there, you know, after not being there for so many years, I mean, it's okay. They didn't win. No,
2: it, is, <laughs> it just it underscores how important it is for the Bengals to go out and get help for Joe Burrow on the offensive yes, line. Please. Because you watch him again on the second to last drive of the game, his knee gets oh, – the gosh. right knee gets
3: mm-hmm. Lucky over. didn't lose it.
2: And, you know, you just can't keep doing that. This is why two years ago when they drafted Burrow, I was adamant I wanted them to take Chase Young because I know Joe was going to be great, but I was afraid they are just going to get him killed. And they've not seventy pro- sacks over not proven season or me something? wrong. No. He's just been better. <laughs> yeah. than and I think how, how many he times
0: thought. he bailed him out like you talked about, right. you oh. know, where those could have been sacks, but because he's able to get out of danger and oh. make a play, you don't feel that. But, man. I'm optimistic
2: as a Bengals fan. They did sign Taylor to an extension through 2026, so he's going to be the coach. I I think that for the first time in my life as a Bengals fan, free agents are going to want to play in Cincinnati uh, to at least some degree. They're still going to have conversations about not having an indoor facility. That's got to change. Mm -hmm. But this is where it's it's on Mike Brown, and I know Carson Palmer took a lot of heat from Bengals fans. He
3: hates Mike Brown. Yeah,
2: and he's – was pretty adamant. There's some other people that played down there that aren't fine <laughs> either. I don't think that's an uncommon <laughs> opinion. He, he was pretty adamant that the Bengals weren't going to do what they needed to do to take care of Burrow long-term and take care of the, the franchise. And it's kind of up to Mike Brown to prove him wrong, I guess. But, I mean, the proof is, unfortunately, in the pudding that
1: I think mm. they not They listened to him, that it seemed like last year, a lot of this conversation about Sewell and offensive line protection, Joe Burrow wanted Jamar Chase, and they listened to their quarterback, who he wanted to play with, and they went with that wide receiver. Now, we can look at what happened on Sunday and seeing Isaiah Prince out there struggling a little bit at right tackle for the last few weeks, and wonder if that paid off in the short term. It didn't, but in the long run, if they can bring in some of that, yeah, they got the rookie offensive rookie player of the year, right? I mean, turned out pretty. Yeah, well. Yeah, he had he had Arcane. a decent
0: year and worked out well for him. They got to the Super Bowl with that offensive line, so you think if they shore that if up Fra- a little if bit. If
3: Riley would when he got hurt, I think it would have been a much more yeah. tenable situation. Like they, they were just so beat up, I and mean, they had multiple backups. And the fact is. Even their because their left guard was the, was a starter from day one. I mean, and that's who Aaron Donald just went right through. They
2: dominated. Were, they weren't the, even. The yeah, they weren't and even drafted sitting that a guard. Band. They drafted a guard in the second round last year. Who last week they said he's done enough to earn a starting spot, and he didn't play in Super Bowl. And that's when you start to wonder if if Brennan Spain was the best option there. Then it was Jackson Carmen really anywhere near being
3: Yeah. Ready. earning a
2: starting spot because. Oh, that's it's one thing being ready. Tyreek Smith it's, an, in the, it's another. Sugar bowl. That that it's a,
3: yeah, it's another thing to be ready to play against Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other level.
1: He's great. Okay, well that's a Moving Super bowl. On. I just it's sad. You know, it was, it, it, firms going to need some of that bucket of Coors Light yeah, all throughout the week. Right. He's still not but over it. But the, the
4: the big big issue, issue, it's exciting. I made it.
1: If a, they would
3: have won, do you think going on the cruise, you would have been like the old lady in Titanic, Rose? <laughs> I,
2: pro- I probably would have. <laughs>
3: I mean, are you you you
0: going to bring your piece of paper and draw him?
2: Uh, You know, of course. (laughs) You guys don't know
1: what's going to happen in our room, okay?
2: (laughs) (laughs) The thing is that in the AFC with Patrick Mahomes, with Josh Allen, Allen. Lamar Jackson, uh, Justin Herbert, with all these young quarterbacks, that's tough. That's a gauntlet in the AFC right now. Baker
0: Mayfield, you miss him. They should ask for realignment. And
2: these guys are are, realignment (laughs) would be great. I would like the playoff Bengals. expansion, <laughs> and I, I put the Bengals in the AF in the NFC North. <clears throat> they just
1: like, had
3: re-exp, they just had expansion. Yeah,
1: which brings me to my next point. Mm. Gene Smith, uh, sort of a state of the Buckeye, state of uh, change in the NCAA and college football, uh, all college sports really with name, image, likeness, transfer portal, coaching salaries on down the list. Uh, decided to give us an hour on Wednesday. It was pretty informative press conference and it'll make a lot of headlines for things that i don't think he really intended uh we wanted jay-z to be fresh yeah this is he didn't listen to it that was didn't. if you haven't seen it the the full gene smith hour-long press conference is available uh, at letterman row on our youtube channel right now catch up there'll be a lot more uh, there's already one story about uh ryan day's conf- uh, contract talks they're kicked that down the road a little bit that hasn't begun yet uh that's already up there'll be a lot more coverage of that but The focus and what seemed to have most people's attention out of this, Jay-Z and Nicole, you're both coming in fresh. Yes. This grand talk of college football playoff expansion and having uh, on-campus sites in the first and second round, you know, figure Ohio State in some form or fashion would be in the mix for that. Well, Gene Smith said teams in the north needed to have flexibility to play these games in domes. The Hoosier Dome which doesn't even actually exist. What was, when
3: he said that, i Did I'm he like, say that? You mean the Lucas Hoos- Oil? <laughs> he said the Hoosier Dome <laughs> about eight times.
1: The Hoosier Dome. Eight and times. No, no, it's, it's, come on. Not, mean. not meaning to pick pick on that part of it. But oh, it didn't, mean it didn't Gene. Good. But he said, looking at the, the proposed dates, if this is the way that it works, everyone's excited for the on-campus atmosphere and the horseshoe could be hosting Alabama or Georgia or someone from the south. said, so mm, probably not going to happen that Ohio State... Would be willing to host a game. They would most likely take their venue to Indianapolis. How do you feel about that proposal? Nice. He doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> <Try>. <laughs> I'm just trying to wrap my head around that. Uh, it was a, and I, I, Jacob yeah. Jacob Binge from the Lantern said, "Well, this, this would be great. Everyone would be excited. You get to make a lot of money and sell tickets, and you'd get to." They weren't even talking about the competitive atmosphere, which we'll get to that later with some of these teams having to come. A hundred thousand seats uh, that'll
3: be full. No. Ah.
1: Don't think that's going to be the option. That's interesting. So to no me.
4: tailgated um, roosters.
0: No, no, nothing. Do you think that's maybe something he just threw well, out to pretty see pretty <laughs> to see how it
1: goes? I, it was that wasn't really a trial balloon. That I, no, that you don't, I don't. You don't think. think so?
0: No. No, it, it was
1: well thought out because he said. I he he said just, the Hoosier Dome. Well, okay. Eight
0: times.
2: <laughs> he said In that was a sticking was. point. <laughs> he said that was a sticking point for the Big Ten was to that they had to have these flexible. So we.
3: So this is what's amazing here. Give it's, easy a
1: minute.
2: Yeah, yeah. This
3: is the Big Ten. Their only inherent advantage would be the climate to be able to play outside in weather that they prepare and practice in. The SEC was okay with it, but no. We were the we were the conference that said we would like the flexibility to play in Dome. Sure, why not? That sounds great for us.
2: Here's the better part of that. When asked if Alabama would then be pressed to play at a neutral site. He said, <laughs> "Nope. Of
3: course not. We're going to play that at home." What? The big, the leadership in this conference is I, going
2: I,
0: on.
3: There's a lot of concern with me with yeah. that listening to that right there. I felt like we had made some strides and made some progress. If we want to do that, that's fine. But should say our first and foremost priority is to play this game in our mm-hmm. home environment. Yeah. That is what we're here for. Well, it's cold. Hey, you know what? I just watched them play the divisional <laughs> round in Green Bay. All right? That's like a month later, and it's far colder.
0: And three inches of snow came down in the Ohio State-Michigan game. I mean, it happens. You play in it. Yeah. You deal with it, and you go on. You would still have 100,000 people in the stands, millions of people down on campus. It's an advantage.
3: It's 100%. Mm-hmm. That is.
4: 100%. For, for you guys that have
3: to practice so, in it, Versus the guys who you cannot do anything, you can replicate heat going on an indoor facility, turn it up. Turn the heat up. They don't have chillers to turn it down <laughs> to like 25 <laughs> degrees and have precipitation, <laughs> f- sprinklers, there, the water, think, freezing you don't rain think comes Nick down. Saban That's the would go up
1: an indoor uh, training <laughs> you facility. You don't yeah. think Nick Saban would get a snow machine and put that in? It's, it's probably in the works already. Well, probably.
0: it was until Gene came out and said, like, Hey, we're going to play in Dome. Never
1: mind. We
2: don't don't never
0: worry mind. about it. Oh, yeah. my
2: God. He did backtrack. So be fair, he did say that is not a it's not a requirement, but it's something. That's that, even worse. But it's something that they would. So we're think, volunteering it's, to do this. It's something, yes. that's, it's <laughs> something that they Why? would. It's something that they would consider because what he's talking about is if someone's playing in Minnesota, for example. But again, your point's valid. I mean, they do that in the NFL. Get over it, basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got lambasted on Twitter after the Ohio State-Michigan game because we were driving home from Ann Arbor, and we were listening to or watching the Auburn-Alabama game, and I tweeted, I'd really like to see these teams play in the weather that Ohio State-Michigan played in today, just to see how it impacts. And people are, oh, you're making excuses for the Big Ten. They're so slow. I'm like, just do
4: it one time. One time. It makes a big difference. I bring that up every time, how much weather needs to be incorporated into just if – how the game is played out just because I mean, I watch those green Bay games mm. and I don't know how those guys are okay. Like the f- how their fingers are the football turns
2: into a rock. Every time someone hits you, it is frozen tundra. Board painful. Oh. Yeah. The ground is,
1: is
3: constant. like to
1: hear Bob weigh in on the, how the hits feel more it, than berm.
2: Uh,
3: you... it, it, <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> it's hard. No, it hurts. Skin. It, it hurts. Your skin feels like it's feels like dry leather. Like it's going to rip. I mean, it's, it's brutal. And so that's, but that's your one inherent advantage is that you're you're more used to it. it never, mm-hmm. there's a point where I yes. think it probably gets equally bad mm-hmm. for everybody when mm-hmm. you start getting around zero. But if you're playing a game in 25 degrees against some of those guys in the SEC who have, have literally probably never spent more than a day under 50 in their life, mm-hmm. and they or a up, recruiting trip was the only time they saw snow.
0: Well, that's what <laughs> you know. Like, I, I, like no, I'm out Yeah. And <laughs> this is the
3: this is the god's honest truth. And Jay Z, I mean, I don't know if he was in there or not for this uh santonio holmes locker was across from mine before he moved he was like 104 like seven number 17 yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, splitting numbers and he came in one day for winter workouts and it would have been you know early january you know about the time these games are going to be going on and he literally started undressing and it was like it was like a a magic show (laughs) i mean he took off three pairs of sweatpants and i'm like it was like cold but not ridiculous i mean <laughs> there were colder days it was probably 25 30 degrees a, a cold day but it wasn't like it was zero with a 15 mile wind in your face and i'm like are you serious, man it's freezing out here i'm like Yeah, I mean, it's cold, but I mean, I don't know if we need to go to three levels of sweats. I mean, do you even have any more? This is all that I owned because I walked outside and went back in and put them all on.
4: It's hysterical just how people from the South, I mean, even going to visit my brother, they've lived in Houston for eight years and it was 60 degrees outside. And I'm not exaggerating. They put on... Coats yeah. and winter hats. Mm-hmm.
2: And, I, think and I was just, just like... That. I think they want to own them, so they have to just make an excuse Find a the time them. to wear No, them.
4: I, they were freezing. They said they were cold. I was like, this is so warm. It's two degrees in Ohio today, <laughs> you know? Yeah,
1: I was just in Texas last week to see my family, and they were wearing their winter coats, and beanies, <laughs> and... <laughs> you had shorts around. on. And I was like, what is wrong
4: with... <laughs> I, you it's crazy.
3: So and go and spend a, go spend two days out in Laramie
1: well, pumping and my, an oil rig. But, you know, my my sister, my brother-in-law, my parents, we all grew up in Wyoming and now they're doing the exact same thing. Like, oh no, it really affects you. Like oh, yeah. your blood gets thinner my, my down. My parents, there. Did you get used,
3: you get used to it like, if you if you yeah, stay out of it. Gone soft. Yeah. They're back now Wyoming. and they're doing all right. This is not
1: Wyoming tough. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Logan Come on. Wilson's not putting on an extra layer.
3: I, exactly. He's going sleeveless. He's tough. I just I can't I don't understand why those comments would be made where they originated. If one thing, he's like, you know, our offense is geared more towards pass. Like if you gave yeah, some if you gave like I
0: talked to Ryan well, about this, and he would rather be playing specific, in he an indoor. Kind of got to
1: that point. He said, if this had been last December, you know, I would have wanted to see CJ playing in a, not in the elements, in a controlled, in a, environment. In a controlled environment where they can throw it. So th- there's a lot of parts of it, and and it's not even specifically that he feels the need to make this statement for Ohio State, but that it may be – you know, if Wisconsin is in it and or somehow if Michigan ever uh, duplicates the, uh, the the run last year that probably won't be as long <laughs> as Jim Harbaugh's around. Like, maybe they need to go to Ford Field to play the game. I, but
0: but like, none Yeah, of but I mean, Christmas is, Day was 50 degrees and rainy well, here. He you know, like, that you don't know what
2: you're going to get. Exactly. Exactly. Columbus is below yeah. the snow belt. Uh, according to Gene Smith, today
1: that's what he said. I, that was the first I'd heard of it. I don't, I don't know necessarily know where the there snow, was belt a snow, belt. A snow belt is. <laughs> There's a snow
0: belt up north. I guess uh, i grew up in was the snow belt. he just talking
1: specifically about Cleveland? Like, no, it's know. like you
2: know, goes through. Like, it
0: comes down to Wayne County a little bit.
2: Sandusky to Cleveland, I think.
3: Route <laughs> yeah, eighty. So if you're, no. is it eighty to seventy six? Is that what if like you're north or south? Ma- ma- well, north, well
0: if you're south, about, about I'd say Mansfield might be the southern end of that. You okay. know, so he was involved in this
1: decision. Oh well.
0: No, I think it's dumb. I think you should play in what what you got. Yeah, uh, and that, that's it's mind blowing, uh, man.
3: Shooter McGavin once said, "Play the ball as it lies."
1: You <laughs> had to play <laughs> the ball off of freaking rain.
3: Exactly. <laughs> so you play in the weather that's there, yeah. Because that that goes into being an advantage. Like, okay, Pat Mahomes, you could argue is the most talented quarterback in the NFL. Josh Allen, most talent, one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL. Those guys played a game. Is that in Kansas City or Buffalo? Kansas City. Kansas City, but equal parts cold for both sides Mm -hmm. because they played one in Buffalo the week before. And those guys went out there and spun the ball, played a great game. It's freezing in Kansas City. It might not be the snow belt, but it is a wind tunnel. It is 20 degrees. It is brutal. Buffalo, at least to my geographical knowledge, is above the snow belt. They seem (laughs) to manage to play. like. This this honestly is going... at get the upswing of the belt. This goes back <laughs> to the argument of like... <laughs> the, the buckle. The inability... The buckle, yeah. Remember they were saying, like, well, there's an inability to have a playoff system for FCS be, or FBS because of school. And you're like, but the FCS, do they not have have the school? No, no classes. They no. don't have the class that everybody else does? They're like, well, they can't do it. It's too cool. You can't play in that. But there's... The NFL playing in, in many Everybody of the same else, cities.
2: Everyone else is already doing The FCS. It.
0: Youngstown the State F- is called the Ice Castle,
2: and they play there in the wintertime. The FCS does it. The NFL does it. High schools do it. Uh, little League football all around the country does it. I think you could make a case that the college football. Hmm. It's
3: an advantage to you. Yeah, your guys may want to may rather play in 75 and in Indy, but when they're like, hey, I might be a little miserable. That guy's going to be way worse. No, than,
0: it, And we're going to have 100,000 people of our fans in the stands, could, and it's going to be amazing.
2: We could go on and on, wow. on what Gene Smith talked about today. And I thought it was just crazy to on this point because everything else he talked about was how Ohio State needed to maintain its advantage and how they needed to get ahead of things. And yet in this one area, the Big Ten's like, we'll just take it back. Except yeah, the playoffs. We'll just gonna, go
1: somewhere else. We're going to get to that once we let Nicole go get back. Hmm. But I, I think the craziest part about all this, which – Now has opened up the debate just locally for Gene Smith and Ohio State about the playoff. Like, it didn't have to happen at all because there's not expansion agreed to. Why are we talking about a hypothetical situation to <laughs> no, do? No like, yeah, we already have a decision
0: like, made on this that we don't even know if it's going to happen have or not He just said
1: yeah, like why I've not even I, I can't even think about it because we haven't <laughs> determined when it's going to be played how many teams are going to be in it if there will even be on campus sites none of that stuff yeah, even He just gonna. wake
0: up on Tuesday and say I'm going to hold a press conference tomorrow it's and I'm like, going to you know what
1: Throw some stuff at him. I'm gonna throw this out there for Letterman Live <laughs> For uh, you know, they push the their band. band they push Jews. back their show on to Wednesday. Uh, if it what they was to a say. trial balloon. These <laughs> guys need some content in the middle of February. False awesome. so flag he's throwing out. Here we go.
3: Man. It oh. has it has to be a trial balloon. It's it's sunk. Well, I would hope <laughs> I would hope it popped.
1: Yeah, let's hope so. Imagine Nicole trying to put together the Roosters Bowl trip and it might be just Sounds driving freak. over to India. Part of the
3: that, other pro- thing is it's a reward for your fans. The one thing about this extra round was you can't keep asking people to financially money, yes. travel. So, Indy's close. Let's say, let's say there's they play a Saturday playoff. They can't get that. So, where are you supposed to go? You know, Detroit? Okay, now you're getting further. St. Paul? Like, you're asking It's like a bowl trip then, at that point. You're right? still
0: spending money for a hotel. You're yes. I mean, you're
2: spending – it's It's ridiculous.
0: Ah man,
1: we've made our points. I
0: can't believe I missed that. It's
2: fun, yeah. Wow,
1: Nicole. uh, What else do we need to know before before we leave?
4: Um, Pack your sunblock. Just yes, just be ready, and I'll bring extra sunblock for everybody. Yep.
1: I can't go anywhere without it. You might not even want to go out in the sun. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You might just burn (laughs) up right there. But we're going to have to do a Letterman live out in the sun somewhere. So that's can't wait. Appreciate Nicole for making room for us somehow. We weren't begging for it last week, right? It made my day right there. Public pressure. It just worked
4: out. Okay. We're just Perfect. so excited for you guys to be a part of it.
1: Yes. Can't wait. We're going to uh, continue to talk about Roosters and the Buckeyes when we come back on Letterman Live. It's a fun, casual joint. Everybody knows that Roosters is a fun, casual joint, but the truth is, it is so much more. It's a quick stop on the way home to sit back and unwind. It's a front row seat to the big game. It's a place where you will always find a friendly face. And the home of wings so big you won't believe it. It's your family's other dinner table. So yeah, we're a lot of things to a lot of people. Roosters, a
3: fun, casual joint. Precision engineering. Rigorous attention to detail. A Bryant Evolution heating system is so well designed, it's as much of a joy to install as it is to use. Good to go. For the dealer nearest you, visit Bryant.com.
1: All right, welcome back into the Letterman Lounge for Letterman Live it is brought to you by Roosters. It's a fun casual joint. There was a lot more that Gene Smith talked about on Wednesday aside from where hypothetical playoff games may or may not be played. One of the more pressing ones is a debate that we had a couple weeks ago right here on this show, and Gene Smith and I see eye-to-eye on that. There will not be any push from Ohio State to move down to eight conference games, and part of the reason for that is the alliance doesn't really exist. Oh, what? Yeah, I know. that was a bullet position. That was was major (laughs) news. And Ohio State doesn't really want to trade uh, huge primetime marquee showcases with Alabama or Texas. So that they can play someone from the ACC or the Pac-12 and carry the flag for the entire conference by playing the most uh, prestigious Big Ten versus Alliance games that exist. I have, so
2: I have a theory. Can I pu- can I posit my theory? I would like to hear it. Austin had prior knowledge of Gene's opinion on that stance when he came on this show to try and talk to us about. S- down Are you to kidding us. me? That's what I'm. Su- that's what I'm suggesting now. He. So you knew he had, or you're suggesting I'm he suggesting had? I'm suggesting he had already had that, this conversation. Hmm. That is
3: completely You think false. he would do that? I, I, what? Not going to hold it. What? But you make it sound as if, by Austin knowing that position, that makes that position right. That is the right position. That's the wrong Because position. it's going
1: to cost the Big Ten money. I don't
3: give a crap about the rest of the teams.
1: Well, you're making it more difficult for this particular team by going to eight. That's not a solution. No by complicating the tiebreaker to get to the league cuz they're also talking about eliminating divisions and potentially eliminating the You know what the tiebreaker game. is going to be? Now, that's what they should do. You know what the Our, tiebreaker
3: will be? What is it, Bob? Outside of head to head. So if you lose the wrong game but you'll ISCFP everybody ranking. Okay. And head, so who do you think will be ranked higher in the CFP? You know
1: that we talked about this before. It's always going to be when a you're removing thing. the data points that you not you're not going to have the playoff be the first or second tiebreaker cuz nobody else in the league is going to agree to that.
3: Uh, that's the way all the other leagues do it. So you tell them, tough luck. Not we carry the you water for That's after you
1: get to that. You don't
2: <laughs>
3: tell best, them to join the MAAC. we allowing you to, it. to do once this. You it all- have, once you have a tiebreaker consisting of more than two teams, it's the highest-ranked CFP. Unless all- they play it against each other or common well, That's what I said. Take- had, no, cut no, common opponents. Just head-to-head is the only thing. It was head-to-head and then highest-ranked CFP. That's how it goes.
1: But that's the way the other leagues have done it because they were all playing each other. We're talking about the Big 12, which was a round-robin schedule. So then if you had – you weren't going to have these other tiebreakers where the schedules were in. doesn't matter.
3: That's the only tiebreaker that does matters.
1: matter because if you're going to eight in a 14-team league, the math doesn't work. You're making it needlessly complicated. And the money does matter because you can't continue to pay exorbitant coaching salaries and build new facilities. I
3: didn't say the money didn't matter. But, but that's part of it because they're giving away these games. You give away a home game every other year by playing nine conference games. <laughs> what are you going to do if you're playing – a home and home against we're a team the team. not playing home and home. homes. We're playing only homes. Well, that's not part no, of the competition. People will sign either. up for it. You'll no. pay them a million bucks and they come on in and you play the game and you beat up Cal and like go home. Well, that, that part's fine. Come on not in, gonna... Duke, beat up Duke. <laughs> Go home, Wake Forest, whatever. Okay, BC, you want to come in? We'll do the same to you. We're not going. It's here's the problem. Everybody wants to complicate these these but, negotiations. When you're when you're in the negotiate, Gene wants to be too nice with everybody. That's the problem. Like, come on into the sandbox. No, get out of my sandbox. And by the way, I'm taking some of your sand too and your toys. You sit out there and you come <laughs> in and play when I say you can. That's the reality of how these conversations should be working.
1: Well, that's what he actually was doing, in my opinion, by saying that the alliance isn't real. Because they're not trying to their sandbox. They're protecting. They're not giving away their money or their com, or their competitive. Wait,
3: the two million viewers that tuned in to watch Cal football games last year. You're not make, one game, all the games. You're making you're
1: making my point, Bob. Why Why would Ohio State give that away? And by we're going to your guilty 10, by association. The when You bring all these C- in the pack crappy teams in right? well. because then you don't. You also have television contracts that are at stake here. The, uh, all this think, stuff does come the, back to the money. You That's, think it's
3: going to matter? If Ohio State plays Maryland or Cal, I'd yes. rather be playing that game at home.
1: I think Maryland's a better game.
3: The viewers are going, the viewership is going to be the same. Yeah,
1: because you may Ohio be State right, State. but the piece of the financial pie is greater for the Big Ten if it's two Big, team, two big Ten teams.
3: We'll make that up. Uh, we'll make up the f- 12, 13, maybe 15 million dollars in a home game revenue. So screw the rest of the conference. We'll take that because you're <laughs> not getting that one, because no one goes to the other team's games. Why should we have to go? But the television deal, Bob, is still where that. all
1: the money comes from.
3: Well, right. It's still distributed the, evenly across. And the that's day. my point.
1: And so, so they can't give that away. But
3: you, and that's my point is when you have a television, that's, it's like the NFL model, it's the TV deal that gets split evenly, ticket ticket revenue is all kept in-house. And so by me having two home games instead of one home, one away every year, you're basically foregoing $12 million, $15 million, whatever it could be that you would be keeping by yourself. And so you may lose $8 million to all the teams across the conference. Well, listen, all I know is the math is minus 8 plus 12. We're still in the positive.
1: Yeah, but the other part of that is if you're adding this game against Cal, you're no longer able to schedule... Home and homes with Texas or you're Alabama not playing, or Georgia.
3: You're playing homes only for those schools, and they will agree to it because you'll pay them a million bucks and it's exposure for them. But That's why? The but
1: why would you deal with them at all?
3: Because I don't want to have to go play Maryland and split home games up like we've had to. Going to nine conference games is terrible. You've given up the ability to have that extra home game every year, and so some te- some years you'll have eight. Some. We played a year. I think we had eight in a neutral site, for heaven's sake. I mean, you Apparently don't
0: Apparently, have- home games aren't that important, though. We're giving a playoff game away. And that's the other thing, which leads <laughs> to I
3: mean, let's look at Thank you talk for bringing about that. Up. I mean. <laughs> we'll <laughs> Who- go play. Instead of having 100,000 fans, we'll go to India. Yeah, we have, we have to t- yeah, I mean. Oh, by the way, we have to pay to play there, because you think they're going to let us use that <laughs> yeah, for free? Yeah. Well, that- I mean, I'm really struggling with some of the math <laughs> that's going on. Some of the decisions being made.
2: I remember when Cal played at Ohio State in 2013. That was fun.
3: It was.
1: Jared Goff, Keenan Allen. That was yeah, a absolutely. Yeah, but you also had to sit through Florida A&M during that schedule. Hey. And and those are the games <laughs> hey. that hey. we're all better off without. I hate on Florida. And,
2: and you, Why you got to throw shade at the Rattlers?
1: Because that <laughs> game was absolutely horrible. And the gate for that is not the same because they're not selling out those horrible Well, I think we can all agree that
2: non-conference games like with Florida A&M can go the way of the dodo, right? I mean, we can all agree with that. I think you still have to make sure you have room for the in-state schools, the max play
3: the max schools. People show up and watch those games. People
2: love to go to those games. I think you have to
1: find a way to mix those. That actually is not the case because you could get in for twenty-five dollars last year. Mm -hmm. But the people get so. How much
3: do you think people are going to pay to go watch Maryland or Rutgers or Indiana? No one. I think they're going to pay more than for a non-conference game. Not if it's Bowling Green or Ohio Ohio University. And if those
0: three teams you just mentioned keep going on the trajectory that I think they're going, those could be some decent games down the road. And part of the reason I that mean, they're it's on not,
3: that
1: trajectory is because they have more money.
0: Well, Indiana was and ready. Last year was they, supposed to be their year. I mean, yes, they had some injuries. They had this and that. It didn't work out for them, but... They were there, and it felt like they were ready to take point, off. At some
2: point, Ohio State just has to understand it you, it wields the power in the Big yes. Ten and not be afraid to do it. I think that's his entire point. 100%. I, yeah, I,
3: don't, I don't disagree with that part. And either. maybe making salient comments that make financial, fiscal, <laughs> and competitive sense.
2: Speaking of fiscal, financial, and competitive sense, mm-hmm. uh, Gene Smith was – Pretty reluctant. What to talk other gems did he contact. throw out there today? Talks with Ryan Day, which ah. Austin wrote about on Letterman Row on, on Wednesday.
3: Luke Fickle's making five million dollars at uh, Cincinnati, no.
2: and I—I I think
3: you're telling me we can only pay our coach a million dollars more than that.
2: I think the interesting thing that I thought out of today's press conference was that I actually believed everything Gene Smith said.
3: Like, well, I believe that he no, believes it. There was no.
2: There, I don't think there was it's a not lot of a lie.
3: There wasn't. If you believe, there
2: wasn't a lot of politicking in his. Yeah, I don't, he think I don't think he's.
3: he's trying to mislead anybody.
2: And when he says they haven't talked about contract extension for Ryan Day yet, that lines up with what we've been. Yeah. Uh, we've been hearing from the other side. Of doesn't the, mean that they
3: didn't want that conversation right, yes, to have already happened. That's what I'm saying. It Doesn't make it right.
2: And I think it seemed pretty. At least my interpretation that he was pretty adamant that that conversation was going to be happening as we head into the summer,
1: well, and I think that the most important point was not what he brought up initially, and you had to really understand the situation which we talked about maybe a month ago when the rumor mill was churning, and I said that the you know Ryan Day's agent was open to taking these calls from of course, the dolphins or bears is because you actually if you're going to go ask Gene Smith for a raise, you need to know that there's a legitimate bidder
3: for Ryan Day's services. And well, legitimate bitter. There he has to say, be an offer. I understand that he could just call up Auburn. Like you want to get yeah, rid of I mean, hey, You guys can get Ryan Day. I don't so. know that he
0: needed an, an actual number. That's, that's the problem. How,
3: that's the problem with Ohio State. Instead of paying value mm-hmm. and forcing guys to have to go get offers, like how Washington had last year, mm-hmm. they should just pay guys what they believe they're they're worth. What is. they are and, worth, right? What they are yes. worth. And maybe that's the problem. Is there is this chasm between perceived value and actual value on the open market. And so you don't have to, when you, when you take care of someone before they get to the open market, you usually get a better deal than when they go out there and they're soliciting their services. Right. And so that's something that needs to be understood.
1: And a lot of this changed for reasons outside of either Ryan Day or Gene Smith's control because he did just get a contract extension and a raise, and he's locked up through 2027. Now, the fact that you bring up Luke Fickle being at 5 we know what Mel Tucker's getting. He's the
3: third highest-paid coach in the conference, maybe fourth now with Harbaugh probably jumping.
1: Whatever, away. whatever they do with Jim Harbaugh, which would be crazy to give him more money after all that. <laughs> what?
3: I think Ed, the money is sitting there on James the desk. Franklin. All he's got to do just pick it up, <laughs> sign it. Had that, that option, it. pick it up. So you know, I. I You're can probably, probably
1: looking at being that. the fourth highest-paid coach in the Big Ten. Perfect. It sounds very logical. But if right. that becomes yeah, if that becomes the case, I I'm just saying I think there would be an adjustment to that. I don't think that there's an unwillingness on Ohio State's part. But why not? But does a bitterness from the coach come
0: when you say – you be, knew I was worth this, and you made me beg. Yep. You made me beg for it in a way, you know. And you know, Ryan's not going to beg for it. I don't think
3: Ryan's into S and M and sadomasochism. <laughs> like he doesn't want to be a submissive yeah. and have to go there and like with the zipper mouth on. That's not his deal. <laughs> Why can't you just go to him and say, "Hey, we respect what, what you've done. Yes. We appreciate it. Yeah. We see that Mel Tucker got a nice salary increase. We see that James Franklin did. For some reason, Jim Harbaugh has the option. Yeah, he went. Yeah, they He's, gave it back to him. He is openly advocating for other jobs. <laughs> Meanwhile, we feel like you should have to go solicit jobs. Yeah. Do you up. want your coach out there soliciting other jobs or no. would you want yeah. them doing their job? Bring out the gift. <laughs> Bring out the gift I just think, and wield it in for there. For the
2: big dog in the big 10, you can't have the fourth highest, co- I would have liked, highest coach. I would have liked for Gene Smith uh, in this press conference today to come straight out and say, we believe Ryan Day is the best coach in the conference. We believe Ryan Day is the we'll best We'll
3: compensate him as guy. such.
2: And we're going to pay him as such and we'll get there. I, I just thought that it was a little bit too much hemming and hawing like well we don't really feel the need to we don't feel pressure. what if he to. just
3: says i'm gonna leave then
2: yeah <laughs> like, then you'd feel that urge. take the year off i'm gonna get paid that, next year that was i guess my biggest complaint with that talking point was that he mentioned he didn't feel any urgency to do it and i'm telling you there's urgency to do
3: it here's the thing i'll tell you this we just drove to florida with the kids oh. when we stop at a gas station it's time to pee all right I don't care if you don't feel like you have to, <laughs> because in an out. hour we're not going to pull over again. <laughs> so we take care of it when it's time to take care of it. Everybody else has stopped at the gas station, so whether you like it or not, it's time for you to get out well, you're and take a lead. least
1: try. Gotta go make that squeeze it
3: out. My mom used to say. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I feel like I'm going to have a, kidney, a hernia. Go for it.
1: Mm. I can't argue with any of that. Zipper mouth. I think, as you said, I mean. When it's time you have to do it. Mm. They, the reasons that they gave were they didn't know there was. Ryan Day had expressed no interest in actually leaving. <laughs>
3: he, Jeez, I'm gonna, th- I'm gonna throw up. Like
1: that's one of the reasons. He'd- I'm just telling you what Gene Smith said. I'm not saying it was right or wrong. My wife Perhaps didn't ask ridiculous. for a Valentine's <laughs> present, you know? <laughs> yeah. you know. So I don't know yeah. why she's mad but yeah. I didn't get her anything. <laughs>
3: Okay. I mean, like, yeah. what are we talking De- uh, about? Definitely
1: picked them apart. That they, you know, were working hand-in-hand to bring in new coaches. They were focused on that. In the,
2: uh, as I mean, age. I can
1: understand that. You're paying a lot of money for these guys to be here. I, sure. I get that. They worked well together there. They did pay a lot of money. What, Jim mm. Knowles is the highest-paid coordinator in Ohio State history now. You had to get – But it's not like he's the
3: highest-paid coordinator in all of college football. No, he's not. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, maybe an Ohio in Ohio State history, yeah. but not everywhere. Right. Definitely not.
1: And they had a lot of turnover in – Uh, the recruiting staff, uh, behind the scenes, adding to the training staff, all these other things that they were working on, and that they felt like Ryan Day's piece (laughs) – who is the last team? take care of that wait, training hold up. are we, we acting head
3: like head Gene is the one working on these like he's going through the resume he's trainers <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> recruiting quick hey, uh,
1: so Ryan what do you think about this
3: head he, trainer
0: I picked
1: out e. com and like, <laughs> man I'll tell you <laughs> again what, I'm just saying what what Gene describes.
2: tapes an ankle in 13
3: t- seconds time to go to Monster Pro so we can really get all, yeah, of, the, all of the people applying it's time
2: to peace Gene that's what I'm saying
3: I mean we can't I get
2: the
0: assistant coaches but we're going to go down that rabbit hole
3: I mean it's not like he's He's got he has an agent, like seeing with the race. Trace goats. can give him a call, like I mean Ron, <laughs> <laughs> we're working on the training staff. <sighs> I mean, my goodness. You know, there's a lot going on. I might ask the trainers, hey, there's yeah. a lot of work <laughs> yeah. going on in here. A lot, we... of
1: con- a lot of hard contracts.
3: We have six, He's 6
0: negotiating hours with on. the Redcoats next, and then we're going to get to <laughs> J- Ryan Day. JR needs, an, <laughs> JR needs
1: an extension. You
3: know, <laughs> <laughs> we've been talking with the Boren brothers about the, the snow removal and how that, that's looking, <laughs> yeah. and we thought it was appropriate to renegotiate. Foxall, the re-negotiate. through
2: the roof right now. <laughs> yeah. super
3: expensive. We're going to have to renegotiate that deal, so we don't have time to get to our head. We'll coach. get to Ryan
0: here at some point in time. We really oh appreciate him God. being here, though.
2: You're at a gas station, Gene.
3: You a- <laughs> Go, go pee. pee. Go pee. Don't go sit there. That It's time man. to fill up. Yeah. Everybody else is doing it. Let's go. I thought. Was, was, a, there was, I was there another reason? Is there like, another one out there?
1: I laid them all. That was. Yeah. That was. Pretty God, much. You know, me. you, University President, Board of Trustees. These
3: running out of minutes on my cell phone. Oh. <laughs> I mean, like Gene had a day today. It sounds like I love Gene. I, th- I
2: thought. I, I, I don't want to like sound like I'm.
3: Just say we're getting to it. It's overdue. Just make it over. You know, we have a lot of things going on. It's overdue. It's my number one priority right now. That was
2: something else today that I was really impressed by. He basically came right out and said the NCAA has been behind on everything. And, like, he didn't shy away from any of the stuff with the NIL. He just said, hey, we're behind. We've never been on offense on anything in the NCAA. And I thought he was salient and yep. poignant on those That's points. That's
3: very true. Gene's smart. I mean, um, he gets it. But you've you got to pay your head coach. That's so. the bottom line. And keep playoff games up. Uh, I mean, here's that someone would should have asked because when is the TV deal up for the Big Ten.
1: Uh, the ESPN component goes through 2026, 20, and the Fox Big Ten deal runs through 2032. Those, 20, so those, those man, are they those are the, one those are the those are the primary grant of rights. That's why they're when I, all this. Pie in the sky realignment, adding teams. That's why that is not. Oh an option. yeah, that's mm-hmm. ten years well, locked in place. That's our
3: commissioner could have negotiated a deal somewhat like uh, happened down south, where you had a list of exempt teams that would have not only yeah. cut the pie again, but would have made a bigger, bigger pie deal? for everybody yeah. to share it. Well, why
0: would you want to do that? I
1: mean, that wasn't ten even,
0: years. Nothing changes in ten years.
3: Preparation but, is the key to air power. That wasn't even something force
1: we, we can talk about with Kevin Warren. That was Jim Delaney and. I'm not saying those, those people that, want, to j- want
3: to jerk want to jerk jerk Jim he Delaney all- like he's the best. Like let's be honest here, he added Maryland and <laughs> Rutgers for the TV for the TV rights. That is the dumbest and most short sighted decision that could have been made.
1: In addition, I mean he made a bunch of short sighted, terrible decisions, including letting the Rose Bowl continue to dictate dictate how college football playoff in the postseason works. They were very differential to uh, their buddies that were commissioners of other leagues and the bowl commissioners who had been giving them lavish gifts and free vacations for years and years. Yeah. That's all. The, <laughs> the elite zipper all mouth. The,
3: what a show. <laughs> hey, I can only imagine. It started we, off a little tame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, Yeah, this week, this was a little inverted. uh, Buckle up, because that boat was going to be a wild one.
3: I was talking about two-dude luges this morning, and who would your ideal two-dude luge partner be, Uh, Justin? That that sounds about
0: like a conversation uh, I expect you to be having, Bob.
3: And then we we elevated because I watched a beautiful Gavin Rosdale performing at the Woodstock 99 East Stage, shirtless there playing Glycerine on acoustic guitar, and it sounded remarkable. And he just looked, so I'm like, that would be – My 90s, if I was going to get into my grunge alt rock, he would be my two dude luge partner. You know, I mean, there was no doubt about
1: it. What a very specific category.
3: (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) yeah. And then we, well, and then, you know, I mean, Berm stepped up to the table. I asked him without hesitation, Eddie Vedder, why? Because he sings a song with my name. And I was like, top or bottom, this is the next question. Like, well, if he's going to be singing it to you, it needs to be on the bottom so you can whisper it in your ear.
2: Scott Stapp, probably. Jay Z, I, I have no Creed.
0: idea who that is. <laughs> a Creed actor. he doesn't watch movies or listen to <laughs> is that music. Right? Well,
2: are you a f- are you familiar that pop culture exists?
0: I, I do know. Uh, I, and I know Coach. I know a, a lot of movies. Done. I know a lot of songs. I just don't know the names of the people in the movies or the people who sing them. Huh.
3: for the most part,
2: it's probably actually the better way to go.
3: Yeah, just it is what it is. Gosh, what is it? Chris McDonald, I think. Shooter McGavin's name. It was, he just turned like sixty-three the other day, and I is can't 63? remember. Oh yeah, he was older. Shooter. <laughs> one of the all-time
1: heroes of cinema in my book. It really it is one
3: hundred percent. And the best part is, now life has imitated art. Because the Phoenix Open has essentially become...
1: Oh my God! (laughs) I'm
3: going there next year. This is cool. I've been been multiple times. Used to go every January for that. uh, Oh, I can't wait.
2: Of the Phoenix Open and the Super Bowl are going to be on the same day. That's
3: the all-day party. Oh, Uh, buddy, that happens. uh, I might literally every next year. No, they're
2: They're both in Phoenix. They're both in Phoenix.
1: I mean, okay. Well, that sounds great. Let's go. Yeah. Um, Do you know
2: I used to live in Phoenix?
1: I've heard that. Yeah, it's a little-known fact about Perm. We'll just talk about that. What's this has been? You went back to Michigan. That, All right. That <laughs> tells you we're done. Hey, we made it as weird as possible, but we'll try even harder to do that on the boat. We're heading for, uh, with Nicole for the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. Uh, Roosters graciously bringing us along. Maybe they'll regret it. We'll see. We're going to try and get you an, another great show, another weird one when we get out there with JC, Bob, Berm. I'm awesome. Thanks to Nicole Cox for having us at Roosters for Letterman Live. It's a fun, casual joint. We'll see you next week.